I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Adam Mendler is on the Smart Woman Show. The one-off for you, 100% gift. I am so honored. And (laughs) you know what? I'm just soaking that in and there's no way I'm going to try to emulate that or repeat that because if I do, you were telling me, uh, Tara, before off-air how successful your show has been and congratulations again. But if I tried to do that, you would lose all of your subscribers. You would lose all of your listeners. No one would ever come back and listen to this podcast again if they heard me sing. So I'm going to do everyone a favor and let you do the singing. Yeah, no, definitely. It's not something I force upon my my guests to sing. That's for sure. It's not for everyone. But you know what? I I heard you talking on one of your podcasts. You guys check check out his podcast if you're not you're probably already listening to it you're probably already subscribed to it it's a famous podcast it's called 30 minute mentors it is the best 30 minutes well you'll probably binge it's the best 90 minutes that you can spend in your day because adam has spent his life leveraging his relationships and having conversations with really powerful people on the stuff that really matters and one thing that you were saying to Who's the real estate guy, the New York real estate guy, Ryan something? Ryan Serhant. Yes. I love that guy. When I saw that you interviewed him, I was, I was like, I love this guy. So you know what you said in the beginning of the interview with him was, I'm bad at too many things. And so I just focus on the good things. And yeah, I'm like, something... and that right there is what makes Adam a leader. And so today I'd love to focus on leadership. And taking what I just quoted you on and bringing it forward into how how focusing on your qualities as opposed to what you suck at helps you be the leader that you are today. Hit it. Well, Tara, uh, firstly, thank you so much for having me. It's my honor to be here You're welcome. with you. It's my honor to be here with your listeners. And to your point, something that I tell audiences that I speak to, whether it's my listeners on 30-Minute Mentors, whether it's audiences that... I speak to at different events. I strongly believe that in life, most people are bad at most things. I know that I personally am bad at too many things to even tell you. We could spend your entire show just going through everything that I'm bad at, and we would run out of time. You, I know you're doing this podcast from your yacht, and I don't know that you have enough fuel on your yacht to handle all the time that it would take for me to go through everything that I'm bad at. But I think that we're all good at a few things and we all have that one thing that we're exceptional at. It's our superpower. It's the thing that makes us different. It's the thing that makes us special. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you special, what it is that makes you unique, what it is that makes you different, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So I really encourage anyone listening to this conversation to get on that journey of self-discovery to figure out 
what is it that makes you special? And I'm excited to talk to you about that. I'm excited to talk to you about whatever it is that you want to talk about today. And this should be fun. You're incredible. But when I hear you speak into something, like what are, what are you special at? The thing that triggers me right in that moment is all the people who told me when I was little, including my mom, my mom did an amazing job at raising me. I am who I am because of her and I love her and I forgive her for saying this to me. And she's actually asked for forgiveness and saying this to me, but it's still in the back of my mind. What, what makes you so special and not in the connotation that you shared it in, not as in like, what makes you special in like, why do you think you're so special? You're not so special. And so I'm bringing that forward because I have like insane intuition that there's a woman listening to this podcast who was told she wasn't special. So how on earth are you going to expect a woman to identify what she's special at if she was programmed to believe that she wasn't? Uh, Tara, I really appreciate you bringing that up. And um, I love that you're close to your mom. I'm close to my mom. My mom is uh, coming over in a few hours today. So uh, excited yeah. to see her. And, um, you know, I tell people that, uh, you know, one of the earliest influences in my life was someone who you might know. I don't know how popular he was in Canada, but to your listeners in the United States, most of the women tuning in would probably know him, um, especially if they're around my age. And his name is Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers um, was one of the earliest influences in my life. And it's been about three decades since I last hung out in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood virtually. But Mr. Rogers used to end every one of his shows telling his viewers, viewers like me, however old I was, that you're special. You're special in your own special way. And what happens is when you're four years old or you're five years old or you're six years old, it's a message that you can understand. It's a message that resonates with you. And it's a message that you believe because you haven't been hardened by life's challenges. You haven't been told that you're not special. What happens is over the years, we're fed this message that there are some select people in society. Tom Brady is special. Michael Jordan is special. Barack Obama is special. And the truth is they are special. Barack Obama is special. Tom Brady is special. There's no question. But that doesn't mean that each and every one of us isn't special. And I think it's really important for anyone listening to take a step back and to really reflect upon what is it about you that makes you special. And it's a journey of self-discovery that I encourage everyone I speak to. I teach a class at UCLA. I tell my students to get on this journey of self-discovery, the first class of the semester. This is my homework assignment. And part of it requires deep self-reflection, but another part of it requires going out and talking to the people closest to you, talking to the people who know you best, talking to your closest friends, talking to your colleagues, your coworkers, your family members, your mentors, your mentees, whoever it is who you believe really, really knows you deeply and asking them, what is it about me that makes me different? How am I different than all the other people you know? What is my defining characteristic? What is my defining trait? And you're going to see a theme coalesce from all these conversations. And I strongly believe that 
no matter who's listening to this podcast, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in life, no matter no matter what you've done or what you're going to do, this is an extremely important message. And yes, each and every one of you, each and every one of us is special. And it's really all about finding that superpower. And the more quickly you can find it, the more successful you're going to be professionally, but more importantly, the more successful you'll be personally. So get on that journey and get on that journey now. It's never too early and it's never too late to get on this journey of self-discovery. Are you a dad? You're not a dad, are you? That's like dad <laughs> advice. <laughs> I'm not like a you dad. You sound I, like a dad. No, I'm not. Um, it, to those who are tuning in uh, on the video stream of this, you might be able to see a couple of little kids in my background. So over there is actually my niece and my nephew. But uh, no, I'm not married. I'm single and uh, just an uncle. But Ooh. No, uh, no kids. Ooh, ladies, Adam is single. And the third that niece uh, who hasn't yet made it up there because she was just born uh, about a month ago. Oh, congratulations, Uncle Uncle Adam. <laughs> That's awesome. Ladies, Adam is single. Write that down. Okay, so, <laughs> but, but seriously, what I was hearing you say is it, it's, it's pure wisdom. It's very simple, you know, and I, I feel like in our culture and our society, things are getting very complex, very heavy, and, 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 and we don't even know, you know, who, who to be anymore. And so I love what you're sharing. I love and like just identify the things that, that, that make you special. And if you can't figure it out on your own, ask for feedback is what I heard you say. You, you have to. And this isn't something that you're going to figure out on your own. And I think that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you should always be asking for feedback. No matter what you're doing, you should be asking for feedback. Uh, Tara, you know, I, I know that you have a number of different ventures, uh, as do I. And with each of my ventures, I'm always looking for feedback. When I started my podcast, um, I had never done a podcast before. So as soon as I started it, I released three episodes. And the, my first three guests were Suzanne Summers, the CEO of uh, Deloitte Consulting and the founder of Kayak. Those were my first three guests. And I put them out. And then I asked as many people as I could, give me feedback, but give me honest feedback. What is good? What is bad? What's okay? What could be better? Um, what do you like? What do you not like? And it's the same thing with my businesses. We're constantly seeking feedback from our customers. What can we do better? What can we improve upon? What's What are we doing right? And you're never going to really get better at anything unless you listen. Great leaders are great listeners. It's a theme that you hear over and over again from the conversation that I have with all the leaders who I interview. So leadership, okay, so leadership, let's talk about that. I've been down my own leadership journey, especially uh, I've really focused in on it the last two years, you know, really sharpening myself and allowing others to sharpen me and putting myself in experiences that will um, really support me in breaking everything down so that I can break through to my next level. And it has been imperative, Adam, 100% the culprit to my success. So but when I go out in the world and I, I'm seeing people who are, um, for, for, you know, for just quick words, unconscious, not awake, 
unaware of how the outside world is experiencing them. And they're not leading. They're following. They're not leading. How important is it to lead? And number that's my first question, followed by this question. Do you think everyone is a leader? Good questions and, and really interesting uh, topic. So one of my guests on 30 Minute Mentors was General Martin Dempsey. And General Martin Dempsey is a retired four-star general. He was the um, highest ranking military officer uh, under President Obama. He was President Obama's chief military advisor and he was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And Martin Dempsey, uh, as impressive and respected and revered a military leader and a leader as there is uh, in America today. So was honored to have him come on 30 Minute Mentors. And one yeah, of General Dempsey's, deal. definitely a big deal. And one of General Dempsey's core um, leadership principles, which is uh, something that I think everyone should really listen to, is great leaders are also great followers. So before you can really lead effectively, you also need to be able to follow. You need to be able to take orders before you could give orders. And I think that opens up a, a broader conversation, which is that before you can effectively lead others, you need to be able to lead your own life. And I think that not everyone is in a place where they should be leading. Not everyone is, in, not everyone, uh, is a leader and not everyone needs to be a leader. Uh, I can guarantee you that there are listeners uh, of this podcast who have had job experiences where they've worked for bosses who had no business being in a managerial position. Uh, I know that in my career, I've had bosses who had no business being in managerial positions. But what happens is you have a job, you do well in your job as a worker, the management promotes you to become a manager, but you yourself are not a leader. And next thing you know, you're in a leadership role, but you're not equipped to effectively lead others. So I think it's really important to ask yourself, do I want to be a leader? And if you do want to be a leader, I think that's great. I think that leader, this isn't going to surprise anyone who knows me, but I think that leadership is essential. Um, and if you do want to be a leader, um, I try to put out content that helps people become better leaders, that teaches people how to lead in today's landscape. And, um, you know, whether your business card says leader or says manager or not, um, you know, leadership has so many different ways of applying in our lives. You could be a leader in your community. You could be a leader of your sports team. You could be a leader in your synagogue or your church or your mosque. You could be a leader when you go to the grocery and there's a situation that needs to be diffused. Are you going to be the one to diffuse it or are you going to let it blow up and become an all-out brawl? So right. what is leadership all about? It's not just about managing employees at a company. 100%. So, so tell me this, because it's the craziest thing. I can always hear the questions of the women listening. I don't know why. But when you said, this is, I guess it's intuition, but when you said, if you want to be a leader, you start putting out content. And I know this is, this is something that you do. This is something that I do. We just do it naturally. We're in content creation mode. For those people who, especially women listening, 
just getting started, how would they know, like, what is my content? What, what content should I bring out to the world? Also known as maybe a brand. Yeah, it really comes back to the first topic we spoke about, which is understanding who you are, understanding what you know, understanding what you're great at and, and sharing that with the world. Because I think it's important to first and foremost, recognize what your strengths are. And you know, if, if you're someone who is an expert in, let's pick a top and just looking at your background, if you're an expert in flowers, great. I'm sure that there are tons of people out there who would love to learn more about flowers. I know that whenever I need to buy flowers, um, I need to be educated because I don't really know a whole lot about flowers and um, I'm looking for anyone who can educate me. And I, I you know, really need someone who can hold my hand through the process and tell me what flowers to buy. So if that person is you, great. Share your wisdom with the world. Be that person, be that expert, be that thought leader. Don't be bashful, put it out there. So it starts with understanding what you're knowledgeable about, what you want to be known for, and then just going for it. Be confident. Uh, understand that whatever it is you have to share, assuming that it actually is something that is based in knowledge and based in strength, um, is something that will add value to others and other people are going to in some way uh, benefit from the wisdom that you're able to put out there. So put it out there. Yeah. You know, courage and confidence. It, it always seems to circle back every other episode on the show, courage and confidence. And I'm wondering, you know, it's kind of the question, like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, Is it confidence first, then courage, or is it courage first, then confidence? What do you think? Well, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I don't. I really don't know the answer to that question. Um, maybe they work. Me either. That's why I'm asking. I think yeah. it's interesting. So maybe they work simultaneously together. Like maybe they're one in the one in the same. Yeah, yeah I, I could tell you this. Um, I think that when I think when I think back to my childhood, and I think back to friends of mine who um, who I admire from my childhood. Um, they were friends who were never afraid to be themselves, were never afraid to um, be unique, to be different, to stand up for what they thought was right. And the friends who were always trying too hard to fit in were the ones who I had the least amount of respect for. To this day, I look back and even as adults, I'm like, man, when they were kids, I, I still have you know, no respect for these people because they were always just trying way too hard to be like everyone else. Whereas the people who are comfortable in their own skin and able to um, not care about what other people thought about them and who they were, um, you know, those are the people who, who I always respected and who I suspect everyone else around me respected. So I, I do think they go hand in hand. And I, I think that regardless of what comes first, I think it's important for anyone listening to this podcast to understand that just trying to be the second best version of someone else 
hmm. is never going to compare to being the best version of yourself. Wow. I had a you, guest. No, go ahead. That's amazing. I just want to repeat that just for a second. You are not the second best version of someone else. Like, wow. I don't know how much experience you have with women, Adam, but we're kind of born into the society and culture that we are always in comparison. And once we shift out of comparison, then we're like, okay, we try it on. And then we're like, okay, well, what do you think? Is this good? Like, do it look good? Like, how, like, how is it? Does it sound good? You know, we're looking for, I wouldn't even call it feedback. I would call it validation, this outside validation. And you're absolutely right. People don't have respect for that. So yeah. question on this. Do you have something to say on it? And then I have a question. Oh, no, go, go ahead. I, I was, I was going to tell a little bit of an anecdote. Uh, I can, if yes, you like, or we can dive right into it. But I, go. but, um, the story I was going to tell uh, didn't involve um, women per se. It was a story involving one of my guests. I had uh, a guest on my podcast, a friend of mine, Victor Rojas, who was the longtime play-by-play announcer for the Angels. And um, Victor was the one who really taught me this lesson because I asked Victor, who I greatly admire, a great guy. He actually, Victor actually uh, has a clothing company and I'm wearing his uh, t-shirt. So I try to support Represent. my friends. But um, Victor, one of the best announcers in baseball before he retired to, now he runs a minor league baseball team. But uh, I asked Victor, which is a question, Tara, that you would be interested in because you're, you know, in the world of broadcasting, I'm in the world of broadcasting. And I asked him, you know, Victor, what is your best advice on how to become a great broadcaster? And he, what he said to me was, he told the story about when he was the uh, number two play-by-play -play announcer for the Texas Rangers. Uh, his, the number one play-by-play -play announcer was this legendary announcer. The guy was, uh, you know, a, a superstar in the industry, someone who Victor idolized and, um, you know, was a real hero to him and has subsequently been inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame because of all the years of great broadcasting that, that he's done. And, um, you know, Victor was really just sort of trying to fit in, trying to get his feet wet and, you know, trying to adapt to this new role. And um, one night he was talking to his wife and in his conversation with his wife, he sort of had this revelation that he was trying too hard to emulate his mentor, to emulate this legend. And the day he stopped trying to be this other person and just tried to be himself was the day he became a great broadcaster. And wow. his message to people who listen to that podcast episode and to anyone interested in broadcasting, but this message clearly applies well beyond broadcasting and it applies to business, it applies to life, is don't try to be the second best version of anybody else. We all have our own unique voice. Tap into your unique voice and recognize that we all sound the way we sound and just be yourself. People are going to like you for who you are if you're authentic and if you're genuine. You're not going to really take off if you're trying to be somebody else. This is so cool because I had this question down 
and, and, and I, I'm really asking everybody who I'm in conversation with, whether it's on the podcast or just at my dinner table. I'm like, I was just with Yaya Bakar and I'm like, do you think that people are too caught up in self? The same question or too caught up in stuff. Self. In self. Because it's like, it's like, yes, because I'm hearing you. I'm like, yes, be your authentic self, right? And it's all this internal work of like stripping away the layers and detaching from your past and all of these great, um, you know, experiences that you can create through leadership. But my question is, is that when I go on Instagram and I'm just scrolling generally, you know, we, we have the ability to filter what we want to see by following the people who we admire. But do you think that we are too caught up in self, in ego, in what things look like as a culture? Tara, I'll, I'll give you um, a, a little bit of uh, insight into the way that, that I try to um, live my life and approach my businesses. Um, you know, there's a, a quote, which is, uh, I think, an important quote, which I share with audiences. It's not my quote. It's a quote from a famous uh, philosopher. And it goes as follows, which is, um, if I'm not for myself, who will be? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And I think it's important to understand that you need to live your life understanding that you don't want to be a charity case. You don't want to be someone who, um, you know, other people are going to have to take care of. Um, you don't want to be someone who's going to be a burden to society, who's going to be a burden to those around you. Uh, you want to look out for yourself. Um, you know, in business, you have to look out for yourself because if you're not looking out for yourself, no one else is going to be looking out for you. Um, but the reality is that if you're only looking out for yourself, what, who are you? What does that make you? And, you know, I think it's important to try to find that balance. And, um, you know, something that I tell audiences is that when you're trying to figure out what you want to do in life, you want to try to check three boxes. Number one is you want to try to find something that you're passionate about. Number two is you want to try to find something you're good at. And number three is you want to try to find something that makes a positive difference in the lives of others. So it really is a balance of finding something that allows you to um, you know, check that box of fulfillment, check that box of you know, personal uh, contribution, but also give back, make a difference, make a difference in the world, make a difference to society, make a difference in the lives of others. Uh, we're, why are we here? You know, I'm not a person who spends a lot of my time debating the meaning of life. Uh, I'm not, I can't, can't really tell you what the answer to that is. Um, but what I can tell you is that uh, if you're not spending your, your time or, or energy or mindset thinking about how you're making a positive difference in the lives of others, um, I really think you should take a step back and ask yourself uh, how you can do a little bit more of that. Yeah, this is this is the exact space that I this is what I love. And I heard you say this on the your Good Morning America interview. You said, you know, I, I'd rather be sitting here talking about I think it was the angels and the, the draft or something like this. But you're like, but I'm but I'm here to serve. And quite frankly, this interview is not about me. 
I could talk about me, sure, all day long, but this, this interview is about me taking a stand for, for you know, for, for the viewers, for the listeners. And I, I love that because that is generosity. And that's my experience with you, Adam, like is in full contribution, is generous, and you're just uh, on this path of constant outpour. And so I wonder if you could speak into generosity. Because I, I don't even know, you know, sometimes when you're just brilliant at something like you are, I think you're very naturally generous and kind and loving. We don't really know how to work it backwards. So I'm wondering for those listening, because generosity is not natural for everyone, for the woman listening who's like, yeah, I would love to be in service. I would love to be in constant outflow like Adam and Tara are. How can I start to be that? Do you have a formula or is it just natural? Or could you create a formula right here on the spot for it? Uh, the best advice I can give you and can, can give your listeners is um, I would imagine many people are familiar with the golden rule. And Tara, I'm sure you're familiar with the golden rule. Um, but are, are you familiar with the platinum rule? No. So the, what, is the gold, what is the golden rule? Give to get. That's the, if you give enough, you'll, you'll get it back in return. Well, the, the golden rule... Um, and, and not to get too biblical here, but um, you know, treat others the way that you want to be treated. So, mm -hmm. and, and that's... Get I biblical. Think, Bring us to church, Adam. I love it. You know, and I think that that's an important way to, to think about things is, you know, treat others the way that you want to be treated. However, I've learned over the years that um, that's actually not necessarily a great way um, to live your life. And that's not actually a great way to lead other people um, because not everyone wants to be treated the way that you want to be treated. And I can share a lot of stories about that, um, you know, within my organization about, you know, and just as a leader thinking that, you know, people want things, people like things the way that you like things. And that's just not always the case. The platinum wow. rule is treat others the way that they want to be treated. And I think that if everyone were to adapt a mindset that really incorporated that treat others the way that they want to be treated. That's how you should live life. And that's really how you should lead. Wow. That's powerful. How do you know how somebody wants to be treated? You need to ask and you need to listen. If anyone listens to 30 minute mentors, which Tara, you could attest to this because you've listened to a bunch of episodes you could tell your listeners on 30 minute mentors, the average episode, what percentage of the time am I talking and what percentage of the time am I listening? So, yeah, I mean, it's been a little bit more me, but at the same time, I don't think that people are tuning into 30 minute mentors to hear Adam Mendler yap and yap and yap. They want to hear fortune 500 CEOs. They want to hear founders of billion dollar companies. They want to hear celebrities, athletes. Uh, so I try to chime in with, some words of wisdom here and there, but uh, my job, I try to think of it more as a point guard or as more as a facilitator. I'm there to try to bring out the best in my guest and to try to bring the best wisdom to listeners. Yeah, I hear that. It's more of a, a if it's, a, it's a very uh, structured interview process where it's like question and answer. Whereas mine, my podcast is like a show. It's like, welcome to the show. <laughs> You know, it's different. And that's so cool because it's like 
talk to your audience how they want to be talked to. I also don't know how to sing. So like, you know, you're, you're throwing <laughs> some music in there and you know, my music, oh. the, the theme song for 30 minute mentors was composed by a friend of mine. So a great guy, a guy named Alex composed the music for it. He scored it and professional musician. Uh, if anyone wants to connect with him, just shoot me a message and I'll make the intro. But uh, I couldn't, I can't do that. Kind of comes back to knowing what you're good at, knowing what you're bad at, and finding people who are great at things to plug the gaps. You know, I love that this is coming full circle, and we're going to start to wrap this up here. But for the ladies listening, Adam's a brainiac. He's like <laughs> mega, mega smart. You couldn't get more two opposite brains on a screen right now. And what's super <laughs> cool about this is like, Two years ago, I decided to lead my life. I decided to start being confident, start being the powerful woman that I knew that I am, and start really accessing this really unique, special way that I know how to love people. And it came with a ton of me like reworking and reprogramming and rewiring the fact that I always thought I was stupid. Like two years ago, Adam, there's no way I would have had the guts to talk to someone like you because I, I don't have any education. Like I'm like grade 12 graduate. Right. So, and that's it. Like I'm an auctioneer, so I can do the whole like one and one and a quarter, one and a half and 75 and two, the big two and a half and three. And there's lots of special things about me. But before two years ago, when I would meet someone like you, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, keep that guy away from me. Like I'm going to feel stupid around that guy. So let this ladies listening just, and then I'll land on my last question here with you, Adam, let this just be a moment where we celebrate that you can be whoever you want to be. You are special. I love that. Let's title this episode. You are special because I, I do. I feel special sitting here talking to you. I feel honored. I feel included because smart guys are nice. They're Tara, not douchebaggy. Tara, firstly, I'm, I'm very flattered by everything you said, but I, I want to make a couple points. Firstly, um, I think it's important for, for anyone listening to understand. I got I did really well academically in college. I graduated at the top of my class. I won all these honors. I won all these awards. That doesn't make you smart. That has no bearing in terms of, number one, whether you're smart, and number two, whether you're going to be successful. So don't be intimidated around people who have credentials. That doesn't really mean anything. Don't allow the these super superficial markers of success to intimidate you to make you feel like you're any less than anyone else around you um, we all have things that um, other people around us are, are envious of and I, I guarantee you anyone listening to this podcast uh, whatever it is that you might feel self-conscious about um, there are 10 other things about you that other people are looking at you and admire you for. So 100%. don't you know put yourself down and don't necessarily put other people on these great pedestals. I can tell you that I've interviewed America's top leaders. I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of the most successful people in the country and they're human beings. They're, mm -hmm. they're just human beings. Mm -hmm. That's what now, I've learned through this show as well. They've, they've done incredible things and there are commonalities among them and there are characteristics that another time, if we want to chat again, um, 
something that I share with audiences are lessons learned from America's top leaders, key characteristics among highly successful people. But at the end of the day, they're people. Mm -hmm. You're a human, I'm a human, everyone listening to this podcast. We can all attain the success that we want to attain. It's really just a matter of putting our minds to it. 100%. You know what I heard you say? Grace and love. Grace and love. Grace for yourself first so that you can love others without judgment. I love, I love you, Adam. You're so great. <laughs> I do have one last question for you because, you know, there's always the, the, the kind of like the one thing that we want to tell people. So if you had, if we pulled one woman who's listening right now, we just brought her in here and I was like, Adam, tell her one thing and the world's going to blow up. What would you say? Um, other than to list, to subscribe to this podcast, I mean, that's, you know, or to, I mean, or to, to subscribe to, to Adam's podcast. Yeah. Okay. Subscribe to our podcast. No, but seriously, like the one thing that you just know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you wish everybody knew. Well, um, I, I think in the beginning of the episode, that's definitely something that I really try to impart to audiences, the importance of finding your superpower. I can share a number of other things that I think are important. If you want me to share one other thing that um, we haven't really talked about, but that ties into a lot of this conversation. When I started 30 Minute Mentors, um, I thought that my core audience would be emerging leaders. So what is an emerging leader? An emerging leader is someone who um, is relatively early on in their leadership journey. They could be a student, they could be a young professional, they could be um, you know, a, a mid-level manager. And I thought that that would be the group that would really comprise my audience. And um, the truth is that group really does like my content and that is a big part of my audience. But what I found is that equally significant um, is the top leaders in the country love this content. They love the kind of stuff that I'm putting out and that you're putting out and that we're all putting out. The guests on my podcast become listeners of the podcast. The people who invest in their companies, the boards of directors, they're listeners. Why? Because great leaders are continually trying to learn. They're continually trying to grow they understand that they don't have all the answers. They have the humility to recognize that they don't know it all. And the only way that they're going to become better leaders, the only way that they're going to become better at their crafts is by continuing to learn, by continuing to go on that journey of personal and professional development and growth. And I think it's important that whomever is listening to this podcast really takes the time to understand how do I learn best? Do I learn best by picking up a book and reading a book? Do I learn best by listening to podcasts? Uh, my style of learning is by talking to people, talking to experts. It's one of the reasons how 30 minute mentors came to life was by taking what I was doing anyway, talking to all these great people and putting it on air. So, mm -hmm. I think that if you have a mindset of continual growth, you're only going to get better. You're only going to become a better leader. You're only going to become more successful. 
And no matter how successful you are, especially if you're incredibly successful, you're always going to continue to try to learn and grow. And um, I guess that's my party message. Yeah, it's, it's an important one. And so ladies, if you're ready to start to really grow, like, like get on this learning journey with Adam and I, become the leader that you know is inside of you, um, start by listening to Adam's podcast. I mean, it's, it's no joke. The, the leaders that he has on it is like the top leaders in America, the top leaders in the world, quite frankly. And so the 30-minute mentor, you find it on podcast, rate, review, subscribe it. And um, yeah, drop Adam a DM because he's, he's on Instagram as well. So find him and tell him how much you appreciated um, him. I hope you appreciated this episode as much as I did. We'll see you next week. Bye, ladies. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.